Bombshell then. Bombshell. Yeah. Boom. What did you what do you think of this one? Well, you go first for this one. What did you think of this one? Okay. Uh this one was I thought quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it was a story I did not know. Mm-hmm. This is about the uh scandal at Fox News that mm-hmm. happened a couple of years ago when uh, Roger Ailes, the director, producer, I don't know, the mm-hmm. higher up at Fox News, it transpired he had been sexually harassing or was accused of sexually harassing many, many of the women who work on that station. Yeah. Fox News being a infamously right-wing American... It's like the Daily Mail. In It's like... I've heard it said that in Britain, mm. our, on our TV stations are generally quite neutral. Mm-hmm. Like, when you watch the news on any channel, it's gen- on, on TV it's usually new, fairly neutral, or pretending to be neutral at least. Yeah. Whereas the um, newspapers... Oh, sorry, yeah, whereas our newspapers are incredibly biased. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the Daily Mail is incredibly right-wing, the Guardian is incredibly mm-hmm. left-wing, you know. The Sun is very right-wing, the Mirror is very left-wing, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas in America, I've heard it's said that the newspapers are generally a lot more neutral and their TV stations are incredibly biased. Mm-hmm. And Fox News is, like, the Daily Mail of... As far as I understand it, I've never watched it, mm-hmm. is, like, the Daily Mail of television. So it's an incredibly right-wing paper... Right-wing uh, TV, TV network mm-hmm. that's just constantly giving, like, pro-Trump or pro republican party, pro-right-wing right, know, sure, yeah. stories. So yeah. all these women were complicit in that, but they obviously they still didn't get... They still didn't deserve to get sexually harassed in the way that they did. No, so, no totally. And that is the story that it tells. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This film was... Uh, remarkably well told and I feel like it held it held it together and wasn't wasn't really boring at any point okay even though I was kind of expecting it to be mm-hmm. I was expecting more of Vice oh okay that's or interesting The Big Short or, mm. was it The Big Short? yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I was expecting something more along the lines of that mm. um, and that's not quite what I got I feel like this is the sort of thing that Vice or The Big Short should have been mm-hmm. um, yeah what do you think of this? I don't know why we're disagreeing. Maybe because we've not seen any of these films together. We've not had a chance to like, pool our opinions. But mm. I think we're disagreeing a lot recently. Mm. This film pissed me off. Really? This film wound me up. Because literally, like, ten minutes into the... I watched this film, and I, ten minutes into it, I, I thought to myself, I bet a man wrote this. I <laughs> bet, I guarantee a man wrote this film. Yeah. Got to the end, and credits roared. Screenplay by... Oh man, I was like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that I mean, like, yeah, obviously whoever wrote it meant well, because it's obviously, you know, it, it, it is telling. That. But for me, it was Vice. Yeah. It was the big short. It was doing the exact thing those films did. It was just so annoyingly meta. Mm-hmm. I hated all the fourth wall breaking. I hated... Mm-hmm. There were no characters in this film. The characters in this film did not have personalities. They were just ciphers. I did feel like they were a bit underwritten. They were 100% underwritten. Like, the main three. Mm. I I was expecting more sort of camaraderie from them. I mean, I I don't know what was, you know, true to what actually happened. But, like, they tease it at one point when all three of them are in the lift. Yeah, for that one second, yeah. Yeah. It was in the trailer. And it turns out that's all there is, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, other than that, Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman, they don't... Never meet, yeah. Like, they don't look at each other. Yeah. Ever. Mm, yeah. Um, like maybe one of them uh, meets uh, Charlie's Theron at some point, but that's yeah. pretty much it. Mm. No, it pissed me off. They didn't have personalities. They were just like literally 
they were just talking points. They were just mm. there to deliver exposition. And nobody in this film felt like a human being. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to mm, see... What about... Um, what's her face? The lesbian. Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon, yeah. No, she was just she was just there to be another like scenario. Yeah. I don't think she felt like a person at all. Do you not think? No. She was like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, okay. I understand that her position was, I, I'm a, I'm sure there are people who, who'd have that role in life where they're mm. like, I'm a Democrat, I'm left wing, I'm a lesbian, I'm whatever. Yeah. But I'm working for a right wing paper, even though I hate everything they stand for, because mm-hmm. it's, it's the only job I can get. Mm. If she was the main character, yeah, this could have been a really interesting film. But mm. she was just like a side character. Like, I never believed her relationship with Margot Robbie. No. That felt so contrived to me. So, just my opinion. I just found it massively contrived. It felt like a relationship built out of sadness for me. Okay. Like I said, that, that's what, I, I just didn't buy it for a second. I just felt like it was just trying to tell mm-hmm. a perspective. It really felt vicey to me. It, re- it really reminded me so much of Vice in a negative way. I was like, oh, this film is just... There's nothing... I was getting from this film that I could not get better or the same if I just watched a documentary about the same, that story. Yeah, I do I kind of agree. It with didn't that. give any people, you know, it didn't yeah. give. It had no heart and soul. Yeah, but the makeup was good though. Okay, <laughs> for me, the star of this film was was uh, Charlize Theron's dresses. Mm-hmm. Like that dress she wears at the beginning was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the red one, you know what I mean? Like the red one with the, the triangular one. Yeah, that was fucking incredible. Yeah, but I. She didn't have a character. Like she was, the acting was great. I'm not. I'm not disputing that they, they all acted their parts very well. Like Charlize Theron did an amazing impersonation of Megyn Kelly, because mm-hmm. she's based on a real person. Mm. Well, she is a real person. If you see Megyn <laughs> Kelly, like she nailed it. Mm. She absolutely nailed it. Um, Nicole. I've not seen Nicole Kidman comp- the character she's portraying. Mm. That's a real person too. I've not. I don't know if she's done it as well. But uh, Margot Robbie is not based on anyone. It's like a composite character. It's like a made-up character. It's like right, yeah. But I thought Margot Robbie was fantastic. Like the scene when yeah. she gets sexually harassed, when when she you know the, you know, the, the really hard scene when mm-hmm. John Lithgow tells her to pull up her skirt. Mm-hmm. Like she's amazing in that scene. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. fant- it's very upsetting, and she's great in it. Yeah. But I just, it just made me wish that she was playing an actual human being that had more to more to that had more to her than just being like a woman who gets sexually harassed hmm. and just because she acted being sexually harassed really well mm-hmm. I just wished there was a bit more like you know so we just did an episode on the favourite for that main show obviously very different films very different stories Yeah, but like everything that happens to those characters in the favourite you've got three women in that film you know, it's two films of three women you know mm-hmm. you've got the three women in the bombshell the three women in the favourite Yeah, in the favourite everything that happens out of those characters comes out of their personality types and the choice and it all makes sense it's all about their choices and they're all different kinds of people and you understand who each and every one of them is mm-hmm. in bombshell it's just free it's it's just free ciphers it's just free like blank slates so like get sexually harassed and yes they act it very well but there's mm-hmm. not you don't know them as you don't come out of it thinking i understand how that person felt in that moment because mm-hmm. they're not people they're just talking points yeah and that was my biggest problem with this film it didn't have people it had just it was just telling you something that happened once and oh isn't that interesting yeah and I'm kind of over that it's just not a story it's not a way of filmmaking that I will ever enjoy I don't think yeah no, I think you're absolutely right you've hit the nail on the head there that's just my opinion if you enjoyed it like I don't want you to no no like... I, I didn't enjoy it that much like, mm. I don't really feel that personally about it it's more interested in the story sure than it else. is an interesting and, story and I think that you summed it up quite well when like a documentary could have done a way better job yeah. of this. Yeah, because I did find the actual story really interesting. I would happily watch a documentary about Roger Ailes mm. and what he did to all these women. 
and actually hear their own. I would love to hear these women. I mean, the, the problem is that these women are all have. Well, the only person I know particularly well is Megan Kelly because she's quite famous. Yeah, and she's a famous right wing. She's like, this is a very a clumsy comparison. It's not exact perfect, but it's like you know Casey Hopkins. Mm. She's kind of like an American Casey Hopkins. Okay. So imagine if Casey Hopkins got sexually harassed, she would go. On, she might agree to go on television or go on a documentary and talk about it but she would probably still work in a lot of her kind of her biases because her whole mm-hmm. career is based on being a racist mm-hmm. you know what I mean Megan Kelly is kind of like that right. so I think it would be difficult to get a lot of truth out of her because her whole career is bound up in her point of view that, like, that's her main selling point mm-hmm. so but I would love to see a documentary in which these women really talked about how it really was mm. and we'll never, we're never going to get that because life is not that simple but I just I don't really feel like this film did a very good job of approximating that. It was it told the story in a seven out of ten way, but it didn't give you it didn't give me any heart and soul. It didn't give me any people. It just gave me all the scenes that the women were talking to each other. I never felt like they were, maybe with the exception of Kate McKinnon and uh, Margot Robbie because at least that tried to create a human relationship. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, I think that's mm. the best the most successful attempt at creating a human relationship, mm. even though I didn't one hundred percent buy it. But a lot of the time, the women don't talk to each other in a way that I feel like... Like I because it wasn't written by women, whereas mm. their favourite was. Like, and you know, I'm not a woman, so I, I don't know. You know, I'm, so, I'm, I'm But when I watch The Favourite, I'm like, I can understand, I can see how the, this seems like something that has been written from the perspective of someone who's like... Obviously, I'm not a 17th century Queen of England, but mm-hmm. I can probably... I have a, probably have a friend, and we probably have girl talk. And, you know, yeah. There's a relationship that they can draw on. This film just doesn't feel like it builds on any like there's just not a lot of humanity there for me mm. that's the main thing it, it didn't feel like a very human human story it felt like it felt like a documentary with actors saying all the right lines but not actually having relationships with each other that was my main issue with the film yeah that yeah. all makes sense yeah mm. and that's it really that's all I've got to say about it yeah I've not got a lot more to say about it to yeah. be honest I mean were there any highlights for you I mean Kate McKinnon was your favourite character yeah, Kate McKinnon was pretty good. Uh, John Lithgow's chin was a good was a good role. Mm. Um, no, I thought he was very. I mean, everyone was. All the acting was, you know, impact. I can't. Mm. I can't fault the acting. Margot yeah. Robbie is really a. Mer- who would who would you say out of the cast if you had to give one cast member an Oscar nomination? The person who did the makeup. Well, yes, but no, but, but purely, <laughs> sorry, but purely the characters. Uh, purely the characters. Maybe Margot Robbie. Yeah, I think. But even then, it's it's just a one scene nomination, yeah. though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it makes me it kind of make, as much as she was great in that scene, it kind of makes me sad that again it's like I know I keep harping on about J Lo, but like Margot Robbie got an is has got an Oscar nomination for being abused. Mm-hmm. I was not her personally, but playing a character who's being abused. Yeah, and yes, she plays it fantastically. And in that scene when John Lithgow is making a lift of us, I felt yeah, you know, that's the most I was like gripped by the film because mm-hmm. I really felt for her. It was degrading, it was mm-hmm. horrible, it was upsetting, and she really knocked her out of the park. She was mm. fantastic. I have no criticism yeah. of her acting. But that is, that's the kind of performance that the Oscars really like. Same with, we'll talk about Richard Jewell on a separate episode, but it's like, yeah. it's the same thing. It's like, you know, if you're a woman who is like in a position of suffering and you can just cry a lot, if you can do that, you'll get an Oscar nomination. Whereas if you play like a woman, a woman who's like empowered or who's like a badass, most of the time you won't be mm-hmm. and it just it's a shame that this is the kind of thing that you have to the hoops you have to jump through to, mm. to get awarded yeah so it's not yeah. her fault she was great but I just think it's a shame that like 
it played into all the things that women need to do to get Oscars. It's just, it, it, it just bugs me. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. Yeah, yeah you, you're completely right. Mm. Well, she was very good. I, I can't take it away from her. She was very, very good in the She was. I think everybody was... No, and I think she's really proven. In the past couple of years, she's played so many different parts. You know, she's played Tonya Harding. Mm. Fantastic. Harley Quinn is... I mean, we haven't seen that film yet. Well, who knows? But, you know, in Suicide Squad, she was obviously a standout. You know, she, mm. she she's definitely coming into her own and she's proven that she's much more than a pretty face. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of time for Margot Robbie, but... Yeah. She, I, I don't know. It, it didn't... Yeah. Well, make me feel good things. Well, we'll have to see how this does. Indeed, yeah. It's not got a best picture. I don't though, think it's it? a win in the film. I think this is just in the mix, yeah. I think it'll win makeup. Maybe makeup. Maybe makeup, yeah. yeah. And that will make it an Oscar-winning film. True, that's true, yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, I think that's what it'll do. Um, out of ten, then mm, six. Six. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Yeah, I'll give it a six as well. I think. Okay. Have I talked you down a bit? No, no, not massively. I just I was never really feeling that enthused by this film. Sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like it. It could have been done better. Mm, it really could. It was so heavy-handed. Mm. Like the dialogue was very expo- exposition-heavy. Yeah. I feel like the way they characterised John Lithgow's character was kind of a little bit clumsy as well. Like yeah. he was great. He again, acting wise, mm. no problems. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought he sold it very well. But it was like they made him so grotesque. Mm. Like I don't mean physically. I mean like he kept saying like, I know I'm I'm really old and I'm really fat and I'm really ugly. Like it was like really like hammering hammering. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what an unattractive person looks like. Mm. It was it was like, so it's okay. This is what sexual abuse looks like. It's when women get hit on, but it's when women are forced to do things by these gross gross men. Whereas any man can sexually harass a woman. I, I feel like making him like this grotesque, you know, quote unquote grotesque figure. And I'm not saying anything about what is or isn't attractive. I'm just saying like you know that's how his character was portrayed. Yeah. I think, I think it's just it's so it, it it like simplifies it too much. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? If she if if she if they were being sexually harassed by just some other guy in the workplace, you know, rather than this like almost comedically, you know, with the with the jowls and the you know <laughs> yeah. the walk the, the walk like they get they make every opportunity they took to make him like these women would never ever sleep with this guy in normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. And obviously there are a lot of like rich old men who take advantage of their position, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's more interesting to show that, or, and more useful to show that, like it can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just this person who's like an obvious ogre, like the the most nice looking, mild mannered man in the world can mm. sexually harass you. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, this I film mean, felt shallow. Okay, here's it. This film felt shallow. That's my big problem. I felt it was have, shallow. Having recently finished watching the morning show, mm-hmm. this I've felt, not seen that yet. So okay, th- this film felt. Mm, it felt a little underwhelming, to be honest. Yeah. Like, the morning show puts it way better, however, in a much more general way, mm-hmm. which, you know, has its advantages because it's more applicable to a lot more situations. Sure. This one is a very specific, here is what this one man did. Yeah. Um, whereas the morning show is, because it's fictional. Yeah. That's it's, what I mean. It wasn't, this film had nothing to say about the culture of mm. sexual harassment. It was like... I was like, here is one person who was a sexual abuser. Yeah. And I just think that's, it's a shallow way to tell that story. Yeah. I, I think There's that, no way I he was think, the I only think, person. I think The Morning Show did it very well. Because mm. also, it, the, the Morning Show, it takes the time to do it as a TV show and tell you... Yeah, like, it unravels. Here's, it, so. here's both sides of the story. You know, let's, let's, let's 
let you form your own opinions and form attachments to different characters and see mm. who's good, who's bad, who do you think's who do you think's actually bad, who do you yeah. think's actually good, and what's going on here? And then you know it brings it all together in the end, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, wow, okay, that's mm. that's quite intense, and you get much more of a feeling of or a a relatable feeling of how it actually is, yeah, and how vulnerable someone yeah. might be, yeah, not the. I personally have been in that situation even close. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's much more relatable while watching a morning show than it is watching this. Yeah. And given they come out in such short space of time, mm. they should be closer together. Definitely. Yeah. For one of them to be nominated in multiple Oscar categories, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be a bit better. Yeah. No, I don't... I wouldn't personally... As much as the acting was good, I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't... This is one of the weakest Oscar films I've seen this year for yeah. the amount of nominations it's got. Okay, before we go to Marks Out of 10, I, did, I just want to talk about the cameos. We already gave Marks Out of 10. Oh, we did already. Okay, cameos. Sorry, there were so many... This film had like an almost comical amount of like famous cameos. Remind me. Uh, there is Alison Janney's in it as the lawyer. Richard Kind is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the guy who played Bing Bong in Inside mm-hmm. Out. I don't know, everyone's in this. There's so many ridiculous cameos. It's, it's insane. I don't know, it's made me laugh. It's weird of all films to pick yeah. for cameos. It really was like, everyone can be in this for like a minute. Yeah. 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 It was stupid. Yeah, well, whatever. The film is stupid. The film is stupid. I don't like this film at all. Uh, Great, okay. So, six across the board, really. Yep, six, sixes, six across the board. Yeah. Right, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you very thank much. Thanks for subscribing. Hope you enjoyed this Oscar week of us. And mm-hmm. we'll join you again tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond... Beyond the box set